Quantity Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome into Quantity Radio. Happy Father's Day! This is the Father's Day episode of Quantity Radio. Happy Father's Day to all the amazing fathers. You are appreciated. You are needed. You are loved. Um, I don't celebrate Father's Day often just because my dad stays in another state and we aren't really super close like that. But we're going to get into that more in the episode, yes? So, I'm bringing on a special guest today, a very special guest, his first time on Quantity Radio Podcast, um, Long time coming. someone that has been listening to my episodes from the beginning, he's finally on the episode, we're going to go ahead and Introduce him as none other <laughs> than my baby daddy. That's just my baby daddy. That's just my baby daddy. <laughs> Y'all, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my special guest today. It is my child's father. His name is Liddell, a.k.a. Fuck Your Instapics on Instagram. <laughs> So, welcome to the show. Thank you. Long time coming. Welcome to the show. How do you feel? I'm about to call my mom. I made the season two, (laughs) y'all. Made the season two. Oh my goodness. Yes, finally on the show. I thought about who did I want to have on my show for Father's Day and... You know, of course, I know other people that have children, other men that have children, but why not bring on somebody that I know, I think I know pretty well, <laughs> and he's a father to my child, and he does an amazing job with his parenting, so I thought it was necessary, why not just have him on the show? And here he is. So, that's why I chose him, I guess, because obvious, obvious, obvious reasons. <laughs> so, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah. Um, Miss Quantity Shaquan, the California girl's baby daddy. <laughs> baby yeah. daddy, you don't sound right saying it. <laughs> Her child's father, Faja. Father. I'm his father. Yeah. Also, CEO, owner, go support black business for Dream Life Clothing. Go follow that. Shameless plug. Had to do it. So, why don't you tell them how to spell that so they can find you on Instagram? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know y'all know how to spell dream. It's written correctly. After that, L-Y-F-E, clothing. Dream Life Clothing. Y'all heard it here. Go follow his clothing page. He has a clothing line. It's super dope. Go support black businesses. Okay? So, that's how you gotta say? You introduce yourself? What, what else yeah, you have to say? Well, I, tell us some more about yourself. I need to, what, what can you tell the peoples about yourself? Alright. Well, for... The California people that's listening, I'm not from there. You could probably tell from how I talk. She had to come get somebody from Brooklyn to have her child with. So oh, go. my God. You know, <laughs> you know, New York is everywhere. Everybody love us. That's why she had to come get me. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> just been out here with her for what? Oh, man, what is it? Seven, eight years now? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. We go back, four flats, Cadillac. 
on the block. Been a Never minute. Stop. Been a minute out <laughs> here. Oh yes. So yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. Now is it my child's father? I, I can't just you know pick anybody crazy. So well, he is kind of crazy though. So, but we that's another podcast. That's because you be trying to blame it on Gem- me being a Gemini. It's not cool. Pause. Pause right there because. <laughs> Your side has something to do with it. Gemini's are not to. I mean, Gemini's, y'all season's damn near over when y'all hearing this. So yeah, um, but shout out to Gemini's. Shout out Tupac. Um, he's a Gemini, so I'm very thankful for Tupac. But Gemini's are a little crazy. They are a little crazy. You know, I know y'all seen Tupac and Juice. He's crazy too. He Tupac was just crazy in general, but he he was cool. I like Tupac. Nice. I'll be acting like how you be in juice. Oh, what? Why would you say that? Okay, so let's go ahead and get on to the topic. The topic today is fatherhood. It's Father's Day. I'm going to talk about yeah. what is fatherhood, why is fatherhood important, you know, relationships with our fathers, and, you know, everything, all fatherhood today. That's what it's about today. So we're going to. You know, make the fathers feel special as they should feel every day because they play an important role in their child's lives. So we're gonna go ahead and jump right into it with the first question. Alright, I'm ready. Why is fatherhood important? Why is father important? I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give my answers. For that, for why fatherhood is important. I feel like every child needs love from their father. Every every child needs love from their father. I mean, it takes two people to make children, so those two people should be giving unlimited love to their child, both mother and father. But fatherhood is important because we just need that love from a male figure, little girls need it so they can know their examples of what they want in a man or how is a man supposed to treat them because they have to look up to their dads and how their dads treat them because they're going to date based off, you know, the relationship they have with their father, you know, and that's why some girls grow up, you know, with daddy issues yeah. and all type of stuff going on look for the wrong guys a lot of them out there yes issues, a lot it's, you know it's a lot of that going on and that's an important part and you know, I feel like um, the man should be stepping in and you know taking his daughter out on little dates and opening doors for her yeah. and buying her things and showing her love respect so she knows how she needs to be treated. And that also little boys, they, you know, they need their father, especially like a mom can only do so much. Like, you know, nothing against single mothers, yeah, no disrespect, no disrespect to single mothers at all whatsoever, because, you know, of course, my my mom raised my brother you know, the best that she could, and also, your mom raised you, you know, without your father being around, we're gonna get into that, Man. so, really get into that one, for real. so, you know, I just feel like little boys need that, you know, because they're gonna grow up to be a man, so they need a role model, and someone to look up to, to follow, to lead by example, to show them the ropes, you know, this is what you're going to be doing when you get older. So they always need that good role model and protection as well, not just the little girls that, you know, the father is kind of often looked at as the protector. Yeah. Um, You know, the mom is more, I feel, like a nurturer, and the father is supposed to be the protector. Not saying that the father can't nurture, too, because they do, but... I feel like the father role is more like protector um, over the whole, you know, the family, over the children of everything. What does fatherhood mean 
um, to you, why is why is fatherhood important? You think, Mister Liddell? You you brought up a lot of good points, especially for like when it comes to like the little girls and stuff because of the daddy issues and thing. But I feel it's important because I feel that a child needs both parents to get the love from both of them because sometimes when one is missing. The other parent try to compensate for that missing the other parent that's not there, and it kind of makes them tired and wavery on how they raising the child. So then now all of a sudden, that child goes off. And I'm not saying that every child would do that, but sometimes without a dad there, the child will start making bad decisions, and the mom can't always like be the protector when they, when you outside in the streets. Or put that real fear in you to like, yo, don't do this no more. Because your mama be there to tell you don't do this no more. And then in the same breath, your hungry baby, you get that love right afterwards. So it's like, it don't, the child will grow up not like, okay, I'm scared of mommy because she's going to beat me if I stay outside. But I know I'm going to get McDonald's later. It's like, you need both there. But the fatherhood, I know I needed that. So I, that's a perfect example because... I was outside running in the streets doing a whole bunch of stuff I ain't supposed to do. Meeting a bunch of people I ain't supposed to meet. And I know if I had my dad there to tell me all the, the bullshit he was doing with selling drugs and being in the street, I would have avoided that. But we'll get into talking about that guy later. But fatherhood really got shown to me because of my stepdad. Because once he stepped in, and then he took me in, I think when I was like three, four, it was rocky at first. But then he, as he was learning, because I became like his first child, he was learning to teach me and raise me. Then I seen what was going on, what to pay attention to. And it's stuff that he was teaching me from when I was younger that still makes sense today. And I'm like, yo, like, I'm going to use all of that that he was telling me. And I use it to Messiah, like, he show me, um, keep him trying to work out and stuff. Money, 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 money. That's <laughs> all he, like, that was his main thing. It was save your money. You don't need all them joints, boy. Save your money. Oh, you working now? I'm proud of you. And that was one thing when he started saying he's proud of me. I'm like, yo, like, it make you feel different on that. There's a male person over you that make you feel like that. So when he stepped in, my uncles was there and my grandpa, but it's not like I still felt bad when I see other people with their dads because it's still fatherhood. It's like, yo, look what he doing. His dad, dad told him how to ride a bike. Yo, look, his dad told him how to fight. Look, his dad took him to a basketball game. Like All that stuff growing up, it does something to you when you get older. And when you don't got it, you get jealous. And like I said, you're yeah. on the street doing nonsense with the other people who don't got parents. And you look up to the older people in the street and you follow them. And that's why some people, especially young men, get involved in gangs and everything like that because they need that authority, uh, a male figure that they look up to. And, oh, I can show you this and I can try to get money. I can try to yeah. do this. And they're showing you all the wrong ways because they didn't have the same thing. So they had to get it how they had to get it. And now you're following behind them. And it kind of makes it even worse because that's not even, you know, your real father. You went and found this mentor, um, quote, unquote, mentor that is supposed to be helping you, leading you and guiding you, but doing it in the wrong ways. So it's very important, and I think you have that that good male father figure in your life because that can keep you out of a lot of out of a lot of trouble. Yeah. So do you you felt like your stepdad taught you things that your mom couldn't? Yeah, cause my mom she was always you know she was always there. She was like what you said, the nurturer. If I need anything, she's there. Like, anything, my mom is there. But being outside and learning stuff, 
the streets, like I needed somebody to teach me that. And that's a lot of times, like a lot of stuff I seen, I learned actually, it didn't really come from my stepdad at first because like I say, he was learning because he was becoming a dad at the same time that I was looking like, okay, this guy's with my mom. He's here for good now. Like I got to listen to him. I was following my uncle because that's who I was looking up to because he was outside in the streets and he was, I don't want to say too much. I don't want him to get in trouble, but you get the, you know what he was doing. He was out there doing stuff. And then I see who he was hanging out with and then they kids would be outside doing the same thing. So I'm like, yo, this is how I'm supposed to live, especially in New York. Like, you don't want to be no, it's okay if I curse. <laughs> I don't, you know, this you know. Is, why am I gonna, you I'm just making sure. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say nothing wrong. But I, you know, you won't be outside. You won't be that, that, that bum ass Negro that everybody see on the block. Like you want to be, the one looked at like everybody else. You want that popularity. You want all the girls to look at you. You want the money. You want the cars. You want you want to dress like that. So when I see my uncle doing that see who he hanging around i'm like that's how it's supposed to be outside like i'm supposed to do exactly that like i wasn't getting taught like yo outside is cool everything they doing is fun and everything that's a high life it's a fast life but that's not gonna get you nowhere i ain't had nobody in the very beginning like telling me like yo maybe you should just be a doctor that's you make a lot of money you could make that money they more than what they doing outside I had nobody to guide me to do that. It was just, uh, I seen it, I liked it, I wanted to do it. So, yeah, I would just follow my uncles, then follow my friends or their older brothers or anybody that was older than me on the block. I was like, yo, I'm outside. What we doing? Oh, like, began to nonsense. It was the time of my life. I'm not even going to lie to you. But then... Them hard times was coming when, and then I ain't had nobody teach me like the proper way to fight and all that stuff. Getting jumped and all this. Like, I ain't had nobody to go cry to. I tell my mom, she ready to go shoot everybody, but like, she ain't outside trying to say, yo, throw your hands, like, do this, duck, weave. So it's, it's crazy. It's like certain things only. A man can teach you, yeah, especially yeah. another man. So like, and, I yeah, and then understand that. Yeah, and then you get your game from another man, your dad. But that's like, cause you get your game from your dad. He'll teach you how to talk to females and stuff. But I felt like I it was better when I learned from my mom and grandma, because yeah, my dad, and my uncle, they showed me like, yo, this is what you do. You talk to her like this, and your mom was good. But then that was that side. But my mom and them taught me like, talk to her nice. Do this, you get more out of it. Do this. So yeah, because they on the other side of that. So that's how I started. That's how I started to blend. So I know, okay, talk like this for this type of girl. But the ones that my mom would want to see, talk to them like this. So it's like I was trying to learn both sides, but. My stepdad never really talked to me about, like, with females and stuff. He left that for me just to fend for myself and, and learn it from my uncle. That's why I said, like, he was still learning to be a dad. Like, so, it, but he caught up good. He caught up good. I could call him dad now. I could say that. I know he feel happy when I say that. Hey, Jeff, if you go and listen to this, man, I love you, dad. There you go. Said it. Sentimental moment on the Quantity Radio podcast. <laughs> no, but that's yeah. I'm glad you had a positive male figure, even if it wasn't like your real dad, because we all need that. I wish I had that sometimes. Um, so we're gonna hop right into the next question. How was your relationship with your dad? Um, so, your real dad. My real so, one. Now? Oh, here we, we go. I'm gonna go first out for for mine because yeah. we know yeah. your story. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> well, you guys go there, but I know the story, so I'm gonna, gonna go ahead and go. Get real sad for my part. Oh so. my goodness. <laughs> so my relationship with my dad. Ooh, we're gonna start. Um, so I'll tell you 
the memories that I have. Um, so, me being a little girl, I did not grow up with my dad in the house. And it's really sad because I know a lot of people like that. And so where it's like a surprise when you do some, see somebody, you know, with their dad or your dad drop off school, like, oh, like, you have a dad? Like, yeah. wow. Like, and that's so I sad know. that we have to say that, um, <laughs> especially with the black community. Yes. It's like, oh, my dad's, you know, oh, I'm going with my dad. Oh, your dad? Oh, you got one of those? Like, you know, like, that's, yeah. that was really, really crazy. It's just, like, was, hear that and, it's like. It's taboo to have a dad. Right, like, you have a dad? Wow, okay. So, but, you know, for me, and I was one of those kids, like, oh, wow, like, you got a dad? Okay. <laughs> you know, like, because my dad, I have a dad, of course, but we weren't the closest. And right now, we're kind of, like, I mean, I wouldn't say we're super, we're not super close at all. But we are in contact with each other. That's still building. That's well, still building. we're still trying to build on that. Yeah. He gets on my nerves. Um, but you know that that's my dad, I guess, right? So when I was growing up, though, um, my dad was not around like that. Um, I was I lived with my mother, and I grew up with my mom. You know, she taught me majority of things. I only seen my dad here and there. My dad didn't even stay in the same city or anything, the, the same state, you know. So, you know, I've seen him maybe once a year, if that, um, called, talked to me. My dad was the type of dad to um, send clothes, shoes, things like that, gifts, give money, and not really quality time, I should say. Yeah. Because, and that is important for me. Because I'm like, maybe if I would have grew up spending that time with my dad, I'm going to hang out with my dad like how I was with my mom. Um, I think maybe things would be a little different as far as, you know, how I view certain guys or how I did, you know, was dating and everything. I feel that that would have... <laughs> more positive effect on my choices. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, I feel like that's really important. Like I said, for little girls, I didn't have really that example of who to look up to. Like, oh, I, a man needs to treat me like this and like that. And your mom can really, you know, tell you like, oh, a man's supposed to do this and do that. But if you don't see that, yeah, you know, I need to see that in like the flesh. I'm that type of person. You could tell me. A lot of things, but I have to see it, like, you know, experience it for me to be like, oh, okay, you know, this is what you're talking about. This, and I didn't have that. So, you know, I just, you know, I wouldn't say I went for any type of guy, obviously, but, you know, the choices could have been better before. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. but, you know, like I said, having a dad is important, but my, me and my dad's relationship right now is like, we're still building um he checks on me i check on him and he recently just came out to california to visit and spend time and you know i plan on going to he stays in las vegas uh going to las vegas to visit him and things like that but you know like i said the relationship really wasn't that close and my dad was kind of like in and out of jail so i had to deal with that as a child going to see my dad in prison um stuff like that you know i shouldn't be seeing but that was the life that he chose so you know um hey it is what it is let's go and dig into what your relationship was like with your real dad with my real dad man like i'm still jealous of you because at least you got Calls, visits, gifts. I ain't get shit. This man, he had me. Didn't even put his name on a birth certificate. That's how I know he ain't care. He's outside doing all kind of nonsense, selling drugs. Just being outside life, didn't care. I think I forgot how old I told you I was. I'm trying to remember. When I got vivid memories of him. The one I told you when 
he burnt me in the face with a cigarette. Never gonna forget that. Yeah. Why did he burn you with a cigarette? Was this an accident? Like, he just... I mean, how did that happen? It happened so long ago. All I remember is... We was in the living room. He was on the couch. I was in front of him playing with some toys. I don't remember what I said to him. And I just remember the cigarette just came forward right into my face. Burnt me right on the side. Like, right by my, the bridge of my nose and my cheek. I ain't gonna ever forget that. Another memory was, he was gone. He went to jail. Because he wanted to be stupid. He was in jail. Called me. Out the blue. Then... That's how I know I didn't really know him like that. Because I'm like, who is this? Boy, it's your dad. Who? I looked at Jeff like, who is this? Like, I'm looking at my stepdad like, who's this on the phone? And he like, yeah, it's your dad. Remember me? I used to do all this for you when you was little and pick you up and all this. And he's saying all these nice things that sound like a real dad is supposed to do. And I'm just looking at my mom like, and she looking at me shaking her head like, he ain't do none of that shit. He ain't do not a damn thing. I was like, and I'm just listening to him. And he telling me, yeah, when I get out, I'm going to see you. I'm going to come spend time with you. I'm going to make up for it. We're going to go to Disneyland. We're going to do all this. And I'm just listening. My mom just looking at me, shaking her head like, you can listen to him. But just don't sit there and fall for that. Like, just let it be. So... After that phone call, I think that phone call, I think I got that when I was like seven. Say when you get out. Okay, now I'm like 16, 17. All of a sudden, knock on the door with my uncle. My uncle like. But he was in jail that long? I don't know. Or. I have no idea. Have no idea if he was out or anything. But to my knowledge, at some of that, at some point, he was out and he just never checked on me. None of that. Don't rem- I don't know nobody on that side of the family. I remember visiting him one like one time in my memory. After that, I don't ever. I don't know what my grandma' name is. No aunts, no cousins. I probably got other brothers and sisters. Don't know none of that. Don't nobody reach out to me. Don't nobody try to learn who I am. None of that. And the last time. I seen him, I think, yeah, like I said, I was like 16, 17. He came to the house with my uncle. My uncle said, yo, boy, I'm getting, you know, gave my uncle a pound. Like, what's good, Uncle Reggie? What's good? What happened? He like, yo, you know who this is? So I'm like, if you have to say that to me, that shows you that I don't know this man. You're not my dad. He asking me, you know, you know who this is? No. He just looking at me. He like, yo, this your dad. He was expecting me to start crying, come give him a hug. Like, daddy. And run all the water oh, work. Daddy. I do none of that. I gave him the same energy. Just looked at him. What's good? What up? He talking. Tried to hug me. Hey, bro. Dap it up. I'm like, what you doing? He tries to be nice and say all this stuff. I'm just looking at him like. You not my dad, bro. My dad in the house right now. He about to make me a, a burger with bacon on it, son. Like, what are you here for? Who you? And then he had a little light conversation like, oh, yeah, I was locked up for this. And I'm telling him, I know. I know everything. And he like, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I'm here trying to work it out. You know, you know, I'm trying to be a better man. You know, I want to see you and stuff. We can hang out and all this. I'm like, okay. Make the effort. All right. I told you I was on 17, right? It's been like fucking what, 20, 20 years now. I ain't seen not an effort yet. So, and all of, and because of him, it's like I made a lot of bad decisions. I treated my stepdad bad a lot of times because when he had his kids, my brothers and sisters, he started, it was like, okay, that's his real kids now. And it started to, he started to go that way. And then I started to get treated a little different. He can admit it too, like he know he did it. It was something he even said to me one time, like, you know, you're not my kid and stuff. So it was like I was left like that. Like it was just me in the house full of and it felt like I was in a house with a whole nother family. Cause 
everybody in the house last name was Harvin. I was the only windborn. When stuff go bad and st- when stuff was getting rocky and stuff, it was like, okay, that's his kid. Like I told you, he said, you're not my kid. My brothers and them, when they got older, they started saying, yo, where your dad? And stuff. So it was like, I started hearing that. Go outside. I see people with their dad and stuff. Or go to school, especially school. Like, oh, you know, it's Father's Day. And they, they come drop their kid off and talk about what they did for Father's Day. I'm sitting there like, yo, skip me, man. Had nothing. It was nothing to do. So it was like I had a lot of bad decisions with fighting in school, not listening to school, not paying attention, not being good with money. All this like terrible decisions. But like I said, my stepdad started getting better at it as he got older. And by the time he got better at it, I was already like older and not listening, but I was still listening because what he said like. 10, 15 years ago is worth knowledge now that a lot of people would need. That's true. That is true. So I see how the relation, the non-existent relationship with your real dad um, affected you. Like you said, the decisions you were making weren't wise ones. You know, you were out, you know, acting, you know, not acting crazy, but, you know, not being your best out there in the schoolhouse, like you said, money-wise and everything, and just your actions on a daily basis, you're like, you know, it affected your whole life, basically. Yeah, because um, it's like, like, you know, you know how that feels to know that you have a dad. You saw him when you were 16 told you you're gonna make the effort and you don't see this man ever again but he has the audacity to probably go start a whole nother family and rate and i like i said i probably got brothers and sisters how are you a dad over there but you can't even come see me your firstborn child it's crazy to me especially the firstborn like and your firstborn is a boy like you're supposed to oh man i i kind of look like you bro like how you do that like crazy because i would never understand debbie fathers i would never understand how you do not come and see about your child that you know you have out in the world like let me check on them even if y'all not with the mother or you know whatever situation happened that's your child you know you're always supposed to you know be there and and care and nurture and protect your child that's your child yeah but one more thing i'm sorry i'm sorry because i remember you said one time you said because you're not the only one because i don't know if i can answer for other people who have been in my situation when the dad don't be around but like they're still alive and stuff i heard people say to me before like why don't you reach out why don't you try i i, I began to feel like i'm the child like why? Definitely. Why do why I do have I have to, to reach out? That? I didn't ask for you to be my dad. Yeah, like I did not say I want this man as my dad. So I I'm on the same page with you, as far as because if I could choose my dad, I damn sure would have chose Denzel Washington. I'd have been set. <laughs> I'd have been set right now. I don't know like, who I would choose real. to be my dad. If my dad wasn't my dad. I don't know. I would have chose Denzel. Who I would? Who would? That's a good question. Because you know why? He's a good like. I hardly hear any bad stuff about him. I, I would hardly... choose LL Cool J to be my dad. LL Cool J. Is he? He's old enough. He's fifty something. He could be my dad. Or I don't know about Steve Harvey, but definitely. LL. Yeah, I could see LL Cool J. LL Cool some light skin ass niggas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah, some light skin. LL Cool J. Hey, dad. Cool dad. He's cool. He's. I don't hear no issues with him. You know, he's like a good father from what I see. You know, hey, LL Cool J. Look at do it, dog. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> and definitely man. Denzel. Life's Great choice. Family. Great choice. Yeah, like I, if you could choose your dad, I, would have been chose. But that's why I felt like it's like you're my dad. Like you could even if he would have been, even if he would have just called me randomly like twice a year, I wouldn't have so much hate and and stuff for him because it's like at least you called, you know what's going on in my life. Even if it's two calls a year, you still know what's going on. Exactly. I spoke to you. 
all the problems that I done dealt with and like the pain with going through all that stuff in the street or even when I was younger and girls would break my heart and all that stuff and I ain't want to talk to nobody. It's like, I, like, you could talk to your dad about that. He'll, you know, tell you, yo, don't worry about it. It's more fish in the sea, da-da-da-da. Like, don't worry about it. You know, you my son. You know, you a little handsome-ass nigga. You know, you're going to get more women. I would have loved to hear all that. But I ain't get that. It was just quiet. So, but like I said, you have your stepdad and we just have to basically stay positive on that note because I feel like at least we have our moms. Yeah. You know, so at least you have your mom. If you don't have your dad in your life, at least you have your mom. Or if you do have some type of, like how I have like some type of little relationship with your father, even though they might not be around like that, I still try to look at the positive side of things. Um, that I, I do have a dad that's kind of here, so you know, I try to think about he might not be here one day, yeah. So I just be like, you know what, my dad, he absolutely gets on my last nerves, <laughs> but nah, I know. But, I'm just like, okay, you know what? This is my dad. And I just, you know, better be thankful for the little bit of dad that I do have. You know, you know, the relationship, our relationship, like I said, we're still building. So, you know, these years later, trying to get that kind of like back. And I feel like, I don't know if it's really harder to work on it as you're older. Because now I have to like sit there and tell you all of my feelings that I felt from before and then like bring them now into adulthood but I guess you know that is how you grow and I do need to you know do that I share that with you with my podcast my audience um saying that I need to speak more that was on just on the last episode of me speaking more and opening up to my feelings more so I'm gonna be working on that and take my own advice and move that into the relationship with my dad so we're gonna move on to the next question and Go ahead. Did that so did your relationship with your dad influence the way you wanted to parent and and how do you parent? Hmm. Yeah, it definitely did. It definitely. Cause you know what my dad did to me? You you know that you everybody know that feeling. I'ma make it a little bit lighthearted. A little bit. That episode from Fresh Prince. Oh, that is not lighthearted. That is very heavy. Because I'm trying, no, because I'm trying to make a joke out of it. But yeah, that episode on Fresh Prince, when he was saying all that, like why he don't want me, like when I have a child, I'm gonna raise him like this, and I'm gonna do this, and he gonna be all that stuff. Will said, that's what I'm trying to do with my son now, because that's how I feel. Because I'm not gonna let. The absent of him um, make me make bad decisions with my son. So everything that I didn't get, I'm going to give to my son. So I'm going to be there for everything. Teach him how to fight. I'm going to teach him how to talk to people. Ride a bike. I'm going to ride a bike. <laughs> I'm going to teach him how to play sports. He already know how to play the game here. 30-piece combos. You've seen it. All right, I'm going to teach him everything. I'm, I'm going to make sure he have an amazing life. Like, I'm gonna be there. Talk to girls. Yeah, oh, he, you see, he already telling me. Look, <laughs> my, he a little bit too strong with it right now. You see, he said he told that one lady he loved her. He, you know, a little strong with it. Got to <laughs> ease him down, but he gonna learn. He gonna learn everything. Like, and that's the thing. Like, I can't wait to teach him because I'm gonna feel happy. Like, this is the joy that I should have had, but I'm glad I'm giving it to him because I don't want him to grow up like how I did. At all. And you're doing a great job. So you feel like your parenting skills are more um, dominant and basically progressive because of your situation with your dad. Yeah. Like you, your your parenting skills are like just because of what you went through. Yeah, because that pain of that pain and uh, uh, I'm trying to think how to say it, like 
It's just uh, not having like everybody else. And it will make you not want your child to go through that because you went through it. Like, I would never want my son to get into fights or anything and then he can't even tell me or I don't even acknowledge it on the end or show him anything. Like He got to go run to you for stuff. Or like even, oh, I want to learn how to ride a bike. Oh, I ain't there to teach him. You got to like, is it's crazy to not want to be in your child life. And it, like, it's little things. Like, it's not even, it's difficult in the sense that you got to learn as you go. But it should make you happy because as you learn, as you go, you're teaching somebody something. That's your child. So when they grow up, you know how much love and, and you're going to get back. You, it's like planting a tree. You're going to plant it. You got to nurture it. You got to let it Water, grow. Let Everything. It grow. And as it grow, what happens? It, it becomes a beautiful big tree. And now look. That's how I, that's how I want my son to be. Like he gonna grow up and just thank me for everything that I taught him when he get older. So that way, when I'm old, and I got the crutches and I need help, he he ain't gonna think twice. Like, man, you ain't even never brought me that bike when I was five. I ain't helping you. Like he gonna just jump at it and go help me because he gonna know all the love I gave him. So he gonna give it right back when I need that help. Oh. Of course. Oh. I love his daddy. My son loves his dad. They play all the time. Freaking fighting. I blame I blame you for him huh? fighting so much. I really do. My son, y'all will come and just want to fight all the time, wake me up, wants to like I'm talking about fight, fight all the time. It's play, fight, and I just blame his dad. So that's we're gonna put that out there, that he's the one to blame <laughs> for all the play fighting and roughness. Nah, and I'm, was it what they called it back in the day? Horse playing. Oh nah, <laughs> hell no. Nah. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna use that old ass word on me. <laughs> horse playing, you're horsing around. You Let's blame get into the new subject because we're dead talking about that. I blame Disney because he watched Hulk. And oh, we gotta go get in the home. Yeah, Please, that's why he fights so much. It ain't me. <laughs> I'm dead. Okay, so now let's hop on something in more, you know, spirits lifting. We don't talked about the sadness of the fatherhood. We're talking about the importance of the fatherhood. So now let's get into how did you feel when you found out you were going to be a father? I can't answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> I have questions and go back and forth. But how did you feel when you found out you were going to be a father? Man. I ain't going to lie. I thought you was playing. I thought you was playing. Because <laughs> you was recording. You had the camera out. I was like, what the hell is you doing? And you gave me the little gift bag thing. I'm like, what? I'm thinking I'm getting money or something. Like, what the heck? Open it. Okay, so what did I do? Okay, y'all, I was, thought I was pregnant, and I did not want to tell him, like, hey, I'm pregnant. I didn't want to tell him like that. So I decided to just, it was not even anything crazy. I just, <laughs> it wasn't. I really just, you know, I took the test, it took two, um, of course, and I was like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. Okay. So, I put it in, like, a little gift bag with a little tissue paper and everything like that. And I gave it to him. And I'm recording him, of course, as I'm giving him the bag. Now, proceed. <laughs> I had to put that in there. They're like, what? Yeah. I, mean, I really thought I was getting a gift or something. Oh. Yeah, I thought I was getting You like, did get a gift. No. No. I thought I was getting a material a item. Oh, there you go before you have your your viewers look at him he said his so he don't think it's on our gift <laughs> don't bring him back on the show <laughs> oh i thought it was a material gift i thought it was like a bracelet a chain and i ain't know what i just seen the little bag i was like oh the ju- it looked like a jewelry bag i was like oh okay mm, he looked at him mm-hmm. seen a <laughs> little you know the little paper run i'm like oh, okay what the hell? Like I didn't know what to think. It went from shock to 
happy, like, in, like, a half a second. Because I was shocked, like, yo, she pregnant. And then it was like, oh, my God, she pregnant. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> nigga. I'm going to have a child. What? Oh, my God. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, I, it's hard to explain it. Like, it's one of those things that is hard to explain in the moment. Like, like. That's why it's good you recorded it, cause that when you see the person's face is like, you can't copy that. Your face was like, you know, I can't. I wish you guys could see my face. Your face was just like, what? Like <laughs> that's the way your face. Like what? Like you know what's not up. what? Like what? What you mean? Like no what? Like what? Really? You know what's like crazy? Was I don't even remember what I was doing, where I was coming from. I don't remember nothing. I just remember walking in the room. Hot What? <laughs> yes. So, when you found out you were gonna be a dad, did you want a boy or a girl, or it didn't matter? That's the important question. <laughs> mm, honestly, honestly, truly, honestly, <laughs> I wanted a boy. Okay. I okay. got one. Cause I, you know what, you know what, you know what really grinds my gears oh. when parents be like, "Oh, I just wanted anything as long as the child is healthy. That's all I want, and that's all." That's I what care you about. say when you don't get what you want. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. If I would have had a girl, I would have been like, "It's as long as the baby is breathing and has ten toes and." <laughs> yeah, you know people say that's that. That's what I, they say. You know what? what I'd be like, man, it's. And I be want to tell people, like, yo, it's okay. It is okay. You wanted a boy, you got a girl, it's okay if you feel frustrated. It's okay. But you know that parent, once that little girl come out, that's a diamond in your life. It's over. You're going to love the hell out of her. Mm-hmm. Like, even if, uh, like, oh, you wanted a girl, you got a boy, you ain't going to be like, man, I don't want him. Like, as soon as he's born. Yeah, miracle. Yeah. It, it it happens. That's why when people say that, I I I just want them to be healthy. That's it. Ten toes, ten fingers, two eyes, a nose. Like man, are you describing a whole face to, and body. Just why just love your child. Like, yeah, no matter what, it, just love your it, child. It's a boy, it. love it. It's a girl, love it. But you were excited that you got a boy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For uh, your first, the kid. first one, yeah. Because now, the only reason I always wanted a boy first is because now it's like, okay, everybody that come after him, he's the protector. Now, he's a mini protector because I'm going to protect my kid. And if I have more, I'm going to still be the protector. But now I got a little soldier like, okay, you ain't going to let that boy mess with your little sister, right? Or you ain't going to let them mess with your little brother. Like, they got somebody to go run to. And if he can't handle it, then he come to me. So it's like, okay. Chain of command. Yeah, there you go. Chain of command. There you go. Yeah. Not saying that. Not saying that a little girl can't do that. Because I seen some little girls in New York that they old, they older than my friends. And they was out there throwing hands like no tomorrow protecting their brothers. Like my mom is a perfect example. Because she was out there. Throwing hands like a nigga. But my brother, I'm about to say my brothers, when her brothers, my uncles and them was getting in trouble, they about to go fight some dudes outside on the block and they want to go get a bat or whatever to go fight a bigger dude. My mom like, hold my earrings. Boop, boop, mink, mink. Knocking niggas out. My uncle, by the time my uncle come back downstairs with his bat, the dude on the floor knocked out because my mom. So like, I won't doubt that a female can't protect the rest, but what I want, I want to my son because that's how it is for me i'm the oldest and i protect the rest so i want it to be the same way understandable understandable putting a lot of pressure on the firstborn male goodness yeah. <laughs> Put a lot of pressure on my baby <laughs> <laughs> um how do you feel you're doing as a black father i will answer that first man Okay, so yeah, that's my podcast. I got like one. You go ahead and answer first question. That way, 
because all the rest of them are really, you know what? We're not going to do this. All right. <laughs> so I feel like you're doing a great job. I feel like you're doing a great job. You are a wonderful father to our son. You teach him things. You provide for him. You spend quality time with him. You, you, you're there for him, and you help out with him. Um, you're not no. I'm not gonna say that that's a bad thing, like, cause the weekend dad thing, like, you know, people get. I mean, <laughs> mainly you get their kids on the weekend, or I'm the weekend dad, or I'm this. And the, no, you are full time dad. Like, you are a definition of a full time dad. Yeah. Before work, you're with them. After work, you're with them. You're picking them up from daycare. Y'all hanging out, playing the game, doing boy things. Not saying, you know, a mother can't do boy things with her son, but it's better, like, we have that guy time, like, just father and son time. And you definitely do spend a lot of quality time with your son, and I appreciate that. And you're a big help. I appreciate that as well. Girl, I'm so glad that I don't have a Debbie baby dad. <laughs> I'm so glad that I chose a good baby daddy. Yo, that, so, that would know, be a real I've, oxymoron for me to really, like, go through what I went through. And then do the same thing. Yeah. Like, like, like why would you do that? Because you already know how that feels. So, why would you do that to something that you how? created knowing you know, so I'm super glad that Honestly, you, you're a good dad. Dudes who did that, all disrespect to y'all, but, like, if you do that, like, something's, like, you need some help. Like, you got to get some counseling. You got to get, you got to get some counseling, some therapy, something, because you shouldn't do that. So, that leads you on to say, do you feel like you're doing a good job as a father, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I know I am. Positive. Because, like you said, I do all those things. And it's just basically me making sure I ain't, I ain't, I'm just doing for him what I didn't get. And doing a great job. And keep up the good work. I am proud of you. And you are one of the best fathers I know. So, that's a compliment. Good <laughs> for me. And I'm just like, I don't say that to a lot of people. So, yes. I have a good baby daddy, y'all. Thank God. Um, <laughs> so, last question we're going to get into is parenting. So, how is it from parenting a newborn Versus parenting a toddler now, being a father to a toddler. Our son is three years old, so that's that's man. <laughs> that's the work oh, right man. there. This three year old, oh lord. Newborn versus toddler, man. How did you juggle parenthood at the beginning? Like, oh my god! Like, you know, was it come easy to you because you have you know brothers and sisters, lot of brothers and sisters? Or was it still something yeah. that you, you I, know, of course, learning, like, this being your kid? Because when you had your brothers and sisters, it's like, I can give this baby to my mom. Oh, yeah. That was the best part. I, I just, you know, this is your kid. I'm just helping. Yeah. <laughs> that was, was like, okay, no, this is my kid. Yeah. When they were, when my brother and sister was little, uh, little newborns and stuff, it was like, oh, okay. Hold them. Take a picture. You and me and my little brother, y'all. When they crying, oh nah, mommy, take him back. I don't, I don't know how to deal with this. Oh, yo, mommy, he stank. Nah, I, take him back. But once I had Sai Sai, it was different. It was like, yo, your baby really doodled this much? Like, what the <laughs> heck, man? Why he not going to sleep? I want to sleep. Just be quiet, please. Crying, crying. That newborn stuff was cry, cry. But then it was like when he sleep, you got that break. Then you could put him in a rocking chair. He relax, get on a mm, pacifier. But Sia didn't like pacifiers, but, you know, other people get their kids pacifiers. It was cool. So you get a little, I think when you have a newborn, it's a lot of work. 
but you get more time than when they a toddler. Because now when they a toddler, it's like, you sleep, this little boy, he gets up when he want. He get up, he get off the bed, he be turning TV on, turning up loud as hell, <laughs> so look me in my face and go, Goku game? Like, come on, bro. Like It is 8 in the morning, please. Like, he, like it's different. <laughs> or, nah, like, he talk back and stuff. Mm. But then, it's not bad. It's just that, like, man, like, I, this little person is really talking back to me like this. You know who I am? What are you doing? But then it's like, it's better as a toddler because now it's like, I can have a full conversation with him. Because, like, just teach him things. He yeah, understands. Like, we could really sit there and watch TV. He'll ask me stuff and be dying laughing at same things as me. So it's like, you get a little broke friend. That's with you all the time. Broke best friend. Yeah. This is a broke best friend. <laughs> oh, my God. You cannot help but to love Messiah. You know what? One of these days, I'm going to bring Messiah on <laughs> on the podcast. Wow. <laughs> so y'all can hear him. But that's, that's going to be very, the, very the whole far out future. Be, who this? Who and King to? Kong and Godzilla. Oh, did y'all hear about King Kong and Godzilla and Hulk and then Robot Godzilla? The whole podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and end the podcast. This podcast was well needed. Talk about fathers. Um, Yo, this flew by. It flew by. Um, it really did fly by. But I appreciate you coming on my show. This was amazing. You know, first time on my podcast. Hopefully, you'll come Season on two, again. Yeah. Hopefully, you'll come on again and we'll talk about your business more in depth with your business this time. Because you're going to grow your business and we'll have super a lot more to talk about. And, you know, we'll be promoting that and, and putting that out there and talk about that on the next podcast with you. So, See y'all season three, y'all. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yes, you know, so I would, what I take away from this is that children need their fathers, especially children of color, because we're already oh, yeah. a stereotype as we don't have fathers or we grow up without our fathers. And, you know, the stereotype kind of does play a part because, you, as you see, both me and Liddell did not grow up with active fathers in our lives. Mine was a little bit active, but, you know, what I mean, a full-time father. Yeah. So that's what I really take away from this, that men, if you have any children, please be in their lives. Definitely. You are needed do not put it all on the mother. If the mother needs help, help the mother. Um, you are important in that child's life. It's important to spend as much quality time as you can. And, and not just, you know, even if you're providing and out there working, still make sure that you spend time with yeah. your child and not just give gifts. And to my brothers that's going through stuff with that's trying to be in a child life and that baby mama is just acting up and being like that, yo, stay strong. Stay strong. Because you just keep letting your child know that you love them because when they get older and they learn the truth about what's going on and stuff, they'll be able, they'll be easier to talk to instead of just staying on the mother's side and then you just not there. That's all they're going to believe. So just stay strong. And I always, yes, exactly, I always put that in your child's head, that you love them, you care about them, even if the situation might be difficult between the parents, keep trying. Your good deeds will not go unnoticed. That child is going to love you regardless of that situation. So, that is it. That's a wrap for our Father's Day episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Go and follow me on Instagram because if you're not following me, what are you doing? Facts. At Quantity Radio on Instagram. I will keep you live and updated on the upcoming episodes and just to tap in with you guys and some encouragement. And I hope you guys have a rest of a good Father's Day. All right, y'all. I'm out. Peace.